Welcome to the Pioneer Forage Forum, featuring news and information important to dairy professionals working for successful animal nutrition. Today, our guest is Scott Dennis, who is a ruminant microbiologist and nutritionist who serves as technical services and educational manager for forage additives with Pioneer. And our topic today is crop-specific inoculation. Now, Scott, um, corn silage is probably the most popular silage, but... uh, we have silages that are chopped from other crops. So do producers have options for inoculating silages from other crops besides corn? They do. Again, we tend to focus on corn silage, but as you, I do a lot of international travel and travel around the United States, and the, the climate and the soil conditions dictate what the farmers can use. In Texas, New Mexico, they do a lot of wheat silage because they can double crop that with their corn silage. If you go to Europe or the West Coast, you see a lot of grass silage. Uh, in Minnesota, over to New York in, the, in the, the, the main dairy belt, you see a lot of alfalfa silages. So as a company, we learned early that bacteria have preferences to which different crops that they, they grow best in. We also learned that each of these crops has different requirements, and we like to do what we call stacking as we take characteristics or beneficial characteristics that, you know, individual lactic acid bacteria can improve the quality of that silage. For example, for like corn silage, we have our basic product, 1174. Now, if you want to get crops more crop-specific, we go to 1132, where we've added some bacteria to actually make that a better inoculant. One of the things that happen in corn silage, and many of the silages, is that they heat on opening. So we have uh, different bacteria that our fermentation bugs called Lactobacillus buchneri, and its benefit is that it actually kills the yeast in the silo, which prevents the heating during feed-out. So we have a, a product called 11C33, which gives you fermentation, animal performance, and aerobic stability. Our newest product, we've actually gone further with the fiber digestion with a, a new strain of Lactobacillus buchneri, that breaks the bonds between the fiber and the lignin, allowing the rumen bacteria to get to the nutrients faster and to a greater extent. Plus, it also gives the aerobic stability benefit. Now, if you look at alfalfa, fermentation is very important, protein preservation, low pH with some, you know, improved fiber digestion. So we have two products there, 1174 and then 11H50, which is the crop-specific product for alfalfa, and the farmers are very, very happy with that. In the Midwest, we feed a lot of high-moisture corn, and we have uh, a couple different products. If fermentation is the main thing you're worried about in improving the starch utilization, we have 1189. If aerobic stability is a big thing, which high-moisture corn is, we have a new product, 11B91, that combines fermentation, starch digestion, and the, the tremendous benefit of aerobic stability. If we look at cereal silages, they're becoming more popular. We can use 1174, which is our general product. We have 11G22, which has that buchneri strain in it, so you get fermentation and the aerobic stability. So what we do is take advantage of our ability to find the best bacteria for the specific crops and then stack those bacteria to give the, the farmers options of what do they need for their situation. 
Well, I certainly do have a lot of options then for inoculating silages from other crops, but uh, why is it important for them to do that? What are the benefits of using crop-specific inoculation? Okay, what we found is that we could have one product that can do pretty good on all crops, but if our goal is to get maximum performance, you need to find the bacteria that are uh, specialized for that crop. So that's what we spend a lot of time in the lab doing, is finding the strains that work best in corn size, best in alfalfa size, best in high-moisture corn. We've also found that you can have strains that make great corn silage, but if you put those in alfalfa, they actually make it worse. So by picking the right strains for the right crop, we can save nutrients and make them more available to the animals that are being fed. Thank you very much. Our guest today has been Technical Services and Educational Manager for Forage Additives with Pioneer, Scott Dennis. We invite your feedback, comments, and questions at worlddairydiary.com. I'm Cindy Zimmerman with the Pioneer Forage Forum.